for Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We have a wonderful show today. Our sponsor we want to thank is Noonday Exploration. Noonday helps families by purchasing oil and gas royalties from estates. For more information, call 903-530-9352 or go to NoondayExploration.com. Well, I am so excited. You know, we recently had my dear friend Sandy Bristow on the show, and she did an episode for us called, called Trusting Your Gut. And in that show, she uh, shared the details of her kind of horrific, I would say, experience with a chiropractor and how he sexually assaulted her. And she gave so much great data-based information like the def- the legal definition of sexual assault and so forth. So I want to encourage you to go and pick that episode up if you happen to miss it. Now today she's come back and her the title we're going to call this is The Value of Intuition. And here's what I want to say. I'm not going to brag about Sandy too much today even though I could go on and on. What I want to say is we all have have people in our life who we've had to pay college tuition for and we know tuition is expensive but that's how we get an education we pay tuition and we go to school but intuition is free think about that free god gave you something free in your heart that educates you and as women we just really need to trust our gut so here to tell us a little more about that is Sandy Bristow, my dear friend, a minister to all kinds of women in our region here in East Texas. And what I want her to, Sandy, will you just start? You've learned so much from your own personal experience with sexual assault. And you even went to the board of chiropractors and tried to report it. And they, they honestly, from my point of view, they kind of mistreated you and poo-pooed your, your problem and sent you away. And then you because of the gutsy gal you are, you just didn't let that stop you. Instead, you turned around and you went ahead and filed a complaint with them officially. So tell us, what can victims do if they find they have been the victim of a sexual assault? Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, the most important thing, is, I think, is healing for them. But um, depending on the sexual assault, where it occurred and who was involved, they need to make a decision on what they're going to do. Here in Texas, there uh, the statute of limitations is five years, and oh, it's so I, short. Oh, it's terrible because sexual assault, as you know, um, yeah. it traumatizes you. And most of these women, they have PTSD to some level or another, and you can carry that with you for the rest of your life. What PTSD mm. is, you know, it was uh, coined in um, after the Vietnam War when the soldiers mm-hmm. came home, and it's uh, post-traumatic 
stress disorder, and it, it comes after a trauma, and it's mm-hmm. actual brain damage. The brain actually gets damaged by the trauma. So it's not mm. just an emotional situation. This is something that's real. And uh, when they do scans on the brain, they can actually see that where the damage has occurred in the brain uh, from this trauma. And so, mm. you know, there's different levels of this. It's not just mm-hmm. all one level, but one kind, you know. But some are definitely more severe. You know, people coming back from Iraq, Iran, from a war, you know, it's more severe. And um, But with... With this sexual trauma, this sexual abuse, it is severe. And these women will carry it. They carry it for the rest of their lives. You know, you can't forget this. It's creepy is what it is. That's my word for it. It's just creepy. God did not intend for us to be treated that way. No, he did not. That, uh, and it's not even con- it's not considered love. It doesn't go with what love is in the, in the Bible. Oh, it's and such a distortion of love. It's just weird. Yeah, it is, and and it's only from the devil because God would never allow that to happen. And so, when uh, someone is sexually assaulted, we know the devil was behind that. And involved. Um, Yes, and he's out to kill, steal, and destroy, and if anything does, um, sexual assault definitely does that, because it's very destructive. It just, it's destructive for the person who's the victim, but it is also destructive for the predator. Satan has a grip on another human, and so the consequences as women, when we stand up for what is right, we're actually... We think we're getting justice, but we're really getting mercy for that predator. Maybe even release from the deep-seated emotional issues and, and mental issues they have as they're held accountable for their behaviors. It's actually a mercy to them. It is if they get caught and yeah. um, if it can be proved. Now, if a woman is sexually assaulted and this involves rape, the first thing that a woman needs to do is to go to the hospital and get a rape kit so that mm-hmm. DNA samples can be, um, can, you know, can be gotten from, from their body. But um, if, if it's a sexual assault that does not involve rape, uh, a rape kit is not going to be helpful. And so, you know, this is the kind of thing, this is, it gets a little bit complicated here. And uh, even when I reported to the uh, Texas Board of Chiropractic and I told them what happened to me, which was, um, you know, the chiropractor, when I was laying face down on the table, he reached his hands under me and fondled my breasts, but that Mm -hmm. was through my clothes. Mm -hmm. And um, what happened in the next case is, is that was, escalated, and uh, the next person who was assaulted was assaulted in a much more terrible way than that, and that's what happens with sexual addicts is they do escalate their crime in each case. I want to point out, that's the next person that you know for sure and that you've actually talked to. We don't know how many people happen between you, a brave, courageous, don't mess with me kind of gal, and the next gal who's just like you that you've talked to who is brave and courageous and you've got to be kidding kind of person. Exactly. We don't know who else has been in that that interim between the two of y'all in that six months and after her. That is exactly the case. 
um, because 70% do not report. And if only 30% report, and I don't know how they even come up with these numbers, um, it's just I think they're guessing, but if only 30% report, and then here's something that will really make the hair stand up on your back, but... <laughs> Thirty percent report, but only one out of ten is going to be prosecuted. Mm, mm. And so, what that is, that is just a tragedy on so many levels, Sandy. It really is. It is a tragedy because you see what happens, and you know I've even read some of the cases from chiropractors who have been um, arrested because there were reports of maybe ten, twenty. Women, 50 women in one case, um, that were sexually assaulted by chiropractors. And they all used the same excuses when, you know, that the patient did not understand the, uh, the chiropractic moves or massage therapy techniques that they were using to, uh, to release muscles or do things like that, right? So they have these excuses they use over and over. Again, mm-hmm. you know, and, women, and women don't know the difference between being hit on and being actually treated. <laughs> exactly. How stupid are we, right? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they're you know, but that's what somebody who's guilty. That's exactly what they're going to do. Is they're going to try to project the guilt onto the victim. They'll well, say now, it's their fault. They didn't understand what I was doing. You. I want to talk about one of the things that in. In preparing for today's episode, one of the things you shared with me had to do with healing and community, and I don't want to miss my chance to learn from you. That was a, a very interesting and thought-provoking idea that you shared with me. So, But before I do that, you were so kind and gracious and generous with your phone number in the last last time we were together. Do you mind if I share your phone number so people can reach you if they'd like to? No, that's fine. Go ahead. So to reach Sandy Bristow, her number is 903-894-8224. I'm going to repeat that, 903-894-8224. Sandy, you are so generous, and so I know you have a real confidentiality uh, because of the ongoing investigation and just your own integrity, that you will not share the name of this chiropractor who assaulted you, but... I know that there are other women out there who may want to talk to you, and you so graciously made yourself available to offer healing and help and hope and encouragement to other women and and to hear their stories. So I really encourage my listening friends, if if this is triggering some kind of post-traumatic stress experience for you, just even hearing this, I want you to... Definitely call her. She ministers to women all the time. That's her specialty. That's what she does. You know, that is the ministry God has given her. So you won't be sorry if you call her. And it may even prove to be divinely ordained that you should talk to her. So please don't hesitate. Cindy, we've got about a minute before we go to break. Summarize one important fact for us, and then we'll go to break. And when we come back, I want to talk some more about community. But What's your most important thought off the top of your head here? Well, I guess that, that that's it. You know, that healing comes in community. You don't heal when you're in isolation. I love that thought, and I'm eager to talk to you about it. We've sure seen that with the post-abortion ministry that I've been heavily involved in. And so I think that's an amazing 
statement you made and so profound, and I'm eager to talk about it some more. So you can reach Sandy at 903-894-8224. You can learn more about her on my website, kathycraffy.com. And as we go to break, I just want to thank Noonday Exploration again for providing today's amazing episode. So we'll be back from the break, and I hope you'll stay with us because we've got more to talk about. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shinbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door. And the next house over is a grocery store. I'm here with Mary Ottman, and I ask her to tell you about Water to Thrive. Water to Thrive builds wells and changes lives for people living in rural villages in Africa. Waterborne illnesses have killed more people than all of the armed conflicts combined since World War II. In fact, 5,000 children under the age of five die each day from waterborne diseases. Since 2008, Water to Thrive has built 750 wells, benefiting 400,000 people. You can make a difference by donating at www.watertothrive.com. W-A-T-E-R-T-O-T-H-R-I-V-E dot org. Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Each week, join Coach Frankie Picasso for Mission Unstoppable, where you'll meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Join Frankie Picasso every week for Mission Unstoppable and learn how. Stop. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause. Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place. A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever. It's home. Where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hi, we're back with our very special guest today, my friend Sandra Bristow. I always trip over the R's for some reason. Sandy Bristow is an amazing and influential woman of God, and she has so kindly and generously shared her own story about personal assault and the miracle of the way God protected her. And then I also think it's amazing that she's just so knowledgeable on women's issues anyway because of her ministry with women and counseling women and just 
opening our home over, I don't know, 30 years to all these different people who have needed a, a sanctuary and a place to heal. So she is really gifted, and we're, we're so fortunate to ha- get to benefit from her wisdom today. Now, usually in this segment, Sandy, I ask people what I call the megaphone question, like if you could shout into a megaphone the one truth, what would you shout? And we may get to that question today, but I know I'm eager for you to expound some more on the connection between community and healing. Because the way you put it, I never heard it said that way, and I just think it's profound. I can't wait to learn more from you. Well, you know, after going through an event like this, like sexual assault, there's a whole lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And that when when you're in pain, your instinct tells you, to isolate, and this is this is not a little pain. This is deep pain, and yeah, it is. you know if a woman has PTSD, that is, oh my gosh, PTSD is like the worst thing because you get depressed and you mm-hmm. isolate, and then you become bedridden and you can't even get out of bed and go anywhere, and the depression just takes over your life, and pretty soon you just you're not talking to anyone, answering the phone, you won't go anywhere. And you just absolutely lay in bed and rot. And that is, that is a horrible place to be. And some people might think, ah, can that really happen to you? Yes, it does. And, um, yeah. and it's, and you know, they'll go to the doctor and get medication for it, but the problem's not taken care of. And so it's going to continue until they make a decision to do something different. And so, you know, you can take all of the depression meds and everything. But until you really deal with the issue, you, the problem is still there, and uh, it's not going to go away on its own. You, there are certain steps that you have to take to try to um, overdo, you know, undo this whole thing, so that you're I, not living in depression. I thought it was interesting because I had uh, experienced post-abortion syndrome, which is very similar. It, it's a unique configuration of symptoms but one thing I noticed I had always been able to like when I talked about abortion or or thought about it I could smell the room again and so there were really physical experiences I had that once I began to talk about my abortion with other women and began to share the horrors of what that had become in my life how that had developed and the consequences of that decision then that the the some of those symptoms began to leave and in fact i don't have any of them anymore so wow. but it can be that real it can be that physical that you actually feel or smell or taste some of the the very things that you smelled or felt or tasted at that moment when the trauma happened so this is a real thing and a lot of people don't know much about it but one thing I, I found interesting was when you were talking about how communal, the community can play such an important role. Our, the community, the trustworthy friends that we surround ourselves with, the trustworthy counselors that we're willing to talk to, that can play a, a very important role in healing. And I loved it that you shared that. I was hoping you would expound on that a little bit. Yeah, well, healing, I always tell people healing happens in community, not in isolation. When you're in isolation, uh, I really don't like isolation. Um, yeah. I, isolation is a place that the devil takes you to so that he can move in on for the kill. 
You know, if, wow. if you've ever, uh, I come from <laughs> Northern California from, and from the way countryside up in the mountains in the coastal region. And people would have sheep up there and how we would watch the wolves. The wolves would come in and they, what they do is they find somebody, you know, they find a sheep that is weak and mm. they will come in together and try to isolate that sheep and then they'll go in for the kill. Mm, mm, mm. And you know, Jesus said he saw the the crowds like sheep, like sheep without a shepherd, and uh, and he had a lot of compassion for them. And you know, he views us that way too. But he doesn't want the enemy to come in and surround us and try to isolate us. Isolation is a bad thing, and community mm-hmm. is a good thing. Uh, in community, that's where if you something happens to you, you get sexually assaulted or you're going through some type of trauma, you really need to, to find a trusted friend. And by a trusted friend, the uh, what I really mean by that is somebody that believes in confidentiality that is not going to go off and gossip about you and spread mm-hmm. your trauma all over the place. But you need to find somebody who is a really good friend that you can trust, that you can talk to. Sometimes that's a, uh, you need to go to a sexual abuse counselor. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sometimes a pastor or a pastor's wife. Group therapy is a great way for women to heal mm-hmm. um, because they're there with other victims and they can hear the stories of uh, the other traumas that the other women have gone through and how they have found the truth uh, to healing in their own lives and what their path has been. We can learn from one another. We really mm-hmm. need we need one another. You know, there's mm-hmm. a sisterhood here, and uh, we need to be able to uh, pray for one another, help one another, talk to one another. And uh, when you talk, you know, um, they've actually tested stress responses on people, and when they're talking through a trauma, the stress level comes down afterward. Wow. I believe so, that. I've, I've seen it over and over in our post-abortion ministry. Yeah, it, it, I, I just don't have any doubt that's even physical. Yeah, it's, a, it's a terrible thing. You know, abortion's awful. People don't realize how um, how it rocks your world. You know, like for the rest of your life, you're living with that loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that when they go into it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and with that's sexual why- I'm sorry, go ahead. It's one reason we're talking about it so openly, those of us who can, because we want people to realize the consequences are not immediate, they're lifelong. And so and we we think that helps young women make better decisions when they realize, when they see old people like us still talking about the consequences of a decision we made 40 years ago. But I think I think it's important for people to understand they can have a history and also have freedom and victory. And, and I think you're such a beautiful example of that, Sandy. The way you have transformed this terrible, traumatizing experience you had into an opportunity to go even deeper in your ability to minister to other women. I mean, you're just a hero to me. Oh, well, thank you. I don't see myself that way. I, um, I just... I see myself just as a common person, sort of a housewife and, you know, mom to my little dog. And <laughs> and I, I try to love people the best that I can and, and whatever education and whatever things I have researched over the years to help other women. 
I, uh, all of that, you know, it just all stacks up together and, and becomes more for me to be able to reach out and to uh, have answers, hopefully, for other women that are going through traumatic experiences in their life, especially sexual assault. Um, some of the women that I have, have helped um, had seen counselors, one lady, for 30 years and oh. had 30 years. She had been through a terrible situation. I don't, I don't have her permit. Well, I'm not saying her name, so I'm not right. using her name. But um, it, it was a, it was a horrible thing, horrible, horrible thing. Um, she was with a, a friend and her husband, who she had um, divorced, had uh, raped her, and then when her friend came to her aid, he murdered him. Oh. He stabbed him to death and uh, in front of her, and she drove him to the hospital, and he died in her car while she was driving him to the hospital. So I'm talking trauma that is beyond anything I have ever experienced in my life, and um, uh, just absolutely horrific. I mean, I can I can hardly hold back the tears right now. But um, she was 30 years in counseling and really did not get a breakthrough. And um, I was talking to her on the phone, and I asked her if she had uh, reached out and uh, and just began talking to other women who had gone through trauma mm. and sharing mm. her story. And um, she hadn't done that. And I started encouraging her to take baby steps, one step at a time, mm-hmm. one step at a time, put one foot in front of the other and see what it is that you can do to start helping other people and talking to other people about about this and trying to find out where God can use you in this. And she did. And I was calling her every week, and we were praying on the phone, and God was directing her. Before you know it, um, she was. we were talking on the phone, and she said, you know what, I don't even think about that anymore. Think of that, Sandy. I, I love that story. That is a great way to close out this episode. It so clarifies the way God's body is designed to work. We are his flock, and we are really supposed to huddle together in this world and let him protect us. And you just picked the perfect story to end with. I want to thank you so much for your generous spirit and the way you shared all this valuable information with us. This episode we're going to call uh, trusting, no, this one we're going to call the value of intuition. The idea that you have, you are protected because of your spirit and your intuition. And now you're encouraging other women to trust their gut and listen to their intuition and, and form friendships with each other. So thank you so much for being with me today. Can I share a verse? If you do it in 30 seconds or less. <laughs> okay. I want to share Psalms thirty-four, eighteen. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in their spirit. Oh, that's a perfect ending. Thank you so much for being with me. And I want to thank my listeners, our, our, my dear friends who listen in on these conversations. Please pass Sandy Bristow's information on to others in this episode, and let's see people healed as a result. Thank you. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. Thanks for joining us at Fireside Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in.